This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. It's time to shift our focus to the United States. A couple of headlines coming out. U.S. President Joe Biden's plans to protect women traveling for abortion after the overturning of Roe v.s. Wade to 71% of Americans not wanting Joe Biden to run for re-election. This according to a poll. Plus, we ask the question, is it fair for Boeing to let out their frustrations on the United States after losing a business deal to their rivals? Let's get some analysis on this with Nirmal Ghosh, U.S. Bureau Chief for The Straits Times. Good morning, Nirmal. Let's talk about the first issue here. U.S. President Joe Biden, he's predicted that some U.S. states will try to arrest women for crossing state lines to get abortions after the Supreme Court overturned the constitutional right to the procedures nationwide. Now, what is the president's plans here to protect women traveling for abortion? How can it work? Or will it even work? What else can be done by his administration if we're looking at the long run? Hello there. Well, not a lot if states insist on enforcing their bans. But this is still in the early stages. One plan is to take steps to widen the availability of medications used for abortion in the form of pills. The Department of Health and Human Services will work with the Attorney General and the Justice Department to prevent state bans on the drugs and issue guidance to providers with additional information on the drugs. And another step is to allow federal workers to use sick leave to cover travel to seek access to abortion. Meanwhile, Google just said it will delete location history data of users visiting abortion clinics. So individual companies are also scrambling to figure out a way to do all this. But if someone is actually arrested, that will certainly present a problem. And almost certainly there will be a lot of litigation involved and it will supercharge an already pretty fraught political atmosphere. Oh, gosh. Okay. according to a poll released by Harvard University's Center for American Political Studies and Harris Insight and Analytics, 71 percent of Americans do not want Joe Biden to run for re-election. Nirmal, is this an indication that Americans have lost their trust and faith in Biden and his administration? I mean, 45 percent of those surveyed said that Biden is a bad president. Is this a fair accusation? Whether it is fair or not depends on which side of the political spectrum you are on. Now, as for running again, there is the age factor. A lot of Americans, and this is anecdotal, but it's also been written about quite extensively. A lot of Americans simply recognize that he would be 82 if he runs and wins, and he would be 86 at the end of that term. So that's one thing, and it is a major factor. The other is that his popularity rating has been low for some time anyway. And with inflation running this high, close to 9%, that is unlikely to improve anytime soon. So in the latest Morning Consult political survey, 58% of voters disapprove of his job performance and 39% approve. This is certainly his lowest approval rating and highest disapproval rating since he took office in January 2021. Again, there is a very sharp divide, though. 80% of Republican voters strongly disapprove of President Biden's handling of the job. 37% of Democrats strongly approve of it. Now, there is no direct correlation in the midterms because obviously he is not on the ballot, but it is definitely putting a damper on any idea that he should run again in 2024. All right. Now, while the Biden administration has released a five-year offshore 
oil and gas drilling development plan that will block all new drilling in the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans within U.S. waters. But it would allow some lease sales in the Gulf of Mexico and the south coast of Alaska. My question, Nirmal, is looking at the details of this plan, what's your take on it? I mean, do you think it can work? Will it work? I think more importantly, you know, how environmentalists have reacted. Does it help the country's oil crisis? The short answer is what President Biden said, as long as it takes. In fact, both Russia and the Western Alliance can continue this for a very long time. Both underestimated each other. The early triumphalism, especially in the Western media, was misplaced. Now Russia says it has taken the entire Luhansk region. But there are two things President Biden has to be concerned about. One is the midterm elections coming up in November. Inflation is at close to 9%. He is taking criticism at home for not doing more to tame inflation. And that is also connected, of course, to the effect of the war globally on energy and food prices. And the war is dragging on. So he is in a bind there. The second problem is Western unity in general. As these domestic pressures increase and war fatigue sets in, that's why we saw him tell Germany's Chancellor Olaf Scholz last Sunday at the G7, We have to stay together, he said, because Putin has been counting on from the beginning that somehow NATO and the G7 would splinter. But we haven't and we are not going to. That was his stand at the G7. And it will be very difficult to compromise to back off from that. This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now back to our podcast episode. We're on the line this morning with Nirmal Ghosh, U.S. Bureau Chief for the Straits Times, taking a look at some headlines out of the United States. The next one we're looking at is Boeing, the airline, saying that it is disappointing that geopolitical differences continue to constrain U.S. aircraft exports while responding to China's three biggest state-owned airlines buying 300 jets from their rival Airbus. Now, is it fair for Boeing to sort of take out their frustrations and blame the U.S. for this? Why blame the Biden administration? And could there be other factors, normal that led those Chinese airlines to buy from Airbus instead? Yes, well, Airbus has played its cards very well in China. It has localized a lot of production. It chose the city of Tianjin for its only non-European final assembly line for wide-body A330s. And apparently its CEO in China is a Communist Party member. So that's one other factor. Yet another may be Boeing Max 737s have a somewhat problematic history. Two crashed, if you remember, within months of each other in 2018 and 2019. But at the end of the day, there is undoubtedly a geopolitical aspect that looms over everything. That's probably inescapable. Okay, final issue I want to talk about, Nirmal. The U.S. approving a 820 million military aid package for Ukraine. Joe Biden coming out to say that the U.S. will support Ukraine for as long as it takes. Now, how long more can they keep sending aid to Ukraine? I mean, do you think the country should shift their focus to domestic issues which are running rampant at the moment? What are your thoughts on this? Yes, this proposed plan, which has been opened for public comment, so it is not yet final, could allow up to 11 lease sales over the next five years. Now, this is a response to the issue of energy prices and energy independence. Gas prices have gone down a tad in the last couple of days, but they are still relatively high and the American consumer is feeling the pinch. So the president is under huge pressure on this from consumers. Gas is the lifeblood of this country. And, of course, from the oil and gas lobby. 
Environmental groups have spoken up and they disapprove of the plan. They wanted a ban on all new drilling. And they say the president would essentially fail to meet his own climate change challenge. They argue that new leases will scupper the White House's ability to meet its goal of slashing carbon emissions by at least 50% by 2030 to keep global warming under 1.5 degrees Celsius, which frankly is looking like a bit of a tall order. And yes, it was never going to be easy when the rubber hit the road, so to speak, and the prevailing short-term environment makes delivering on an oil and gas drilling ban all the more politically difficult. This is the unfortunate reality. All right, been speaking with Nirmal Ghosh, US Bureau Chief for The Straits Times. The Asian Insider Podcast channel is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Like us and rate us. 